<laughs> now remember, if any of your friends like sweets or need help, they can always come to me. All I need in return are whispers. No need to be afraid. This is Sir Gregor. He's friends with all my friends. Aww. Run along now. Barris <laughs> is little birds. Your little birds now, Your Grace. What did you do to him exactly? I haven't been able to get a clear answer. Oh, uh, a number of things. <laughs> Does you understand what we're saying? I mean to the extent that he ever understood complete sentences in the first place. He understands well enough. So tell him to march into the sept and crush the High Sparrow's head like a melon. The High Sparrow has hundreds of faith militants surrounding him. Sir Gregor can't face them all. And he won't have to. He'll only have to face one. Everybody and welcome to Stark Raven Mad, a Game of Thrones podcast. This is our second thoughts episode. We're going to give you our second thoughts on Oathbreaker, which was episode three. Yeah, uh, it's just me and David Danella. David Danella uh, this afternoon or this morning or this evening, depending on when you're listening yeah. to this. So we'll um, call this co-hosts. Yes, we are co-hosting <laughs> this second thoughts episode. Uh, so. We have a contest going on right now. If you go to iTunes and rate and review the podcast, then you can be entered to win a copy of Night of the Seven Kingdoms, The Collected Tales of Duncan Egg, uh, which is a pretty great story about Aegon, uh, Aegon the Unworthy, I think it was, right? Yeah, and I believe Sir Duncan Strong? Yeah, uh, which... Uh, something like that, Sir Duncan. Some interesting things happen, uh, and you'll get to read about them in uh, Night Duncan of the Seven the Kingdoms. Sir Duncan the Tall. Uh, if you go to iTunes and rate and review this podcast, we have a few new reviews I'm going to chat about very quickly. Uh, one of them, uh, quite appropriately, Duncan Egg uh, has said, the content just keeps getting better. <clears throat> also uh, confessed... That he created a second account to review us because he really wants the book. Shame. Uh, or she. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shame. Shame. Uh, do you want to drink? Are you thirsty? Uh, and we have one from M Papa Four, uh, who says, like the humor, like y'all's conversations regarding the show, but hates the angry European, uh, that opens up each episode. Yeah. Which he's talking about Hafter Julius Bjornsson, yeah. the mountain himself. So yeah. He uh, said the first time he listened to the podcast, uh, he turned it off because he thought that was what the entire podcast was going to sound like. Um, but afterwards has gotten past it. Yeah. 
So uh, uh, congr- uh, congratulations on your perseverance there. Yeah. Uh, so we've had someone who hated the show but listened to the entire thing uh, that reviewed us. And we also had someone who was com- immediately turned off by it but turned it back on. That's how good we are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the people. So if nothing else, we get – we are attracting a diligent bunch. That's right. Uh, and last review so far is from Vala Margulis. Uh, which is uh, All Men Must Die. Uh, and there's Valor Doheris, All Men Must Serve. Yep. Okay. Uh, who says the podcast is very funny, very informed, well done. Yeah. Uh, we appreciate that, all of you uh, uh, that review the podcast, uh, preferably favorably. Uh, and like I said, you can be entered to win a copy of Night of the Seven Kingdoms. That contest runs through, uh, let's say, the Tuesday of ep- after episode four. Okay. Uh, so a week from today, it ends. So what we'll do one more, or do you want to do two contests? Like we will run at least three contests, and then a, a contest for the finale. There will be something new that comes up after this one, but yep. for this particular round of um, reviews, uh, it's Night of the Seven Kingdoms. Yeah, going to be something pretty cool for the next time too. Uh, all right, uh, and David, you wanted to. Uh, introduce a quick new segment called the DuckTales Check-In. Yeah, yep. Uh, this is the DuckTales Check-In. Uh, we don't have a sound for this one yet, but we'll come up with one. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> DuckTales. Um, yeah, this is just a, a, a segment of the podcast where we just cover any mistakes that we realize we made last time. So last time there was a little bit of confusion about whether or not the mountain had been called Sir Robert Strong during the show Game of Thrones. We know that he's called that in the books, but we couldn't remember if he was called that during the show. As it turns out, um, we could find no record of the mountain being called Sir Robert Strong in on the show. Uh, he was just called Gregor Clegane this last episode, and before that, apparently he wasn't even named. So uh, it looks like the, the show has cut a little fat there. We apologize for telling DuckTales. We'll do better next week. I went back and I rewatched the end of the episode 10 season finale. Uh-huh. And because I was sure, I was so sure that that's where that was said. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't say it. Yeah. Uh, Kyburn does not say it. He just says the newest member of the Kingsguard. Yes. And I was way, like, I was like, okay, this is where you say it, right? Yeah. And he doesn't. No. So he doesn't say it. Nope, also, nope, nope. why are you calling it the DuckTales check-in? Um, <clears throat> well, well, first, I'll tell you what. Let's hold on a week. Let's see if anybody, any of our listeners, know why this is called the DuckTales check-in. I thought it would be refer, uh, in reference to the theme song. From uh, DuckTales? From DuckTales. Yeah, <laughs> yeah from DuckTales. Um, because I didn't know when you said it was going to be the DuckTales check-in. I didn't know what it entailed uh-huh. uh, right away. So I started thinking of the lyrics and I was like, uh, the danger lurks behind you. So then we're going to talk about, okay, who has danger lurking behind them? Um, this is a check on uh, whose life is most like a hurricane right now. <laughs> yeah. uh, who has a stranger out to get them? Yeah. Um, uh, just reach on and grab yeah. onto. Uh, but I want to be serious. If somebody, if somebody, com- if somebody contacts us and knows why this segment is called the Ducktales Check In, I will send them a prize. Okay. Yeah. So I'm wrong. Okay, I yeah. got it. Uh, all right. So any thoughts? Second thoughts from the episode that are not correcting us from the episode 
itself. That are not correcting us. <laughs> that, that, um, that are not saying we're a bunch of idiots. Is, it was a good episode. It was an exciting episode. And, um, and it, I think it's, I think it's a testament to like this show being better that it, that an episode can be both a, an episode that sets up future things, but also ends some things. Mm-hmm. So that was nice. Yeah. I know we already, that's kind of how I described it last time, but that's fine. It stands. We might get some people that only listen to this podcast. That's true. Uh, so that they can just get all this, the real facts. Yeah. And not us fucking shit up uh, <laughs> immediately following Sunday's episodes. Yeah. Uh, uh, the Ducktail Squad. <laughs> yeah. So they don't. They actually don't escape. <laughs> they still have to hear all the mistakes that we made. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all mm. right. Uh, for me, yeah, I thought it was a great episode. I, I didn't think it was as quite quite as eventful. Mm-hmm. But you got to have those episodes where you're just setting some more some more things up. So yeah, yeah there were some some things closed. Uh, I do like speaking of Robert Strong. That they did just come right out and say who it was. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's cool. Uh, and we definitely are moving so many things along so much more simply, yes. whether it's the, the montage, uh, of Ari getting beat with the stick, um, and completing, completing maybe her training. I don't know what else she has to do. Uh, mm-hmm. or the, uh, even checking in on, on Sam and Gilly, seeing where we're going there. We have the flashback. So that we're, we're, this season is just, Bam. It's, Bam. it's moving, it's moving at a good clip. Yeah. I am no longer feeling confident in my prediction that Gendry and Hot Pie are going to show up because they just don't have time for fat. Yeah. Uh, well, we got Rickon back. Yep. We got Hodor talking. We got flashbacks. Yeah. Uh, I think everybody's on the table. We have some, we're getting some good footing for the hound coming, coming back this season. Yes. Uh, nothing, this isn't spoiling anything. This is just some stuff that, some groundwork that's been laid in this show, particularly in this episode, mm-hmm. um, where Arya, uh, had to kind of outright confess that she, one, took his name off the list, uh, and left him to die, but doesn't know that he actually did. Yep. Uh, so I think anybody, I, a lot's on the table here. Absolutely. In one of the, our previous episodes, I called season six seems to be a sister season to ep, to uh, season three. So I think there's going to be a lot of people not seen since season three. Uh, although the Hound was in season four, uh, that kind of pop pop back up. Yeah. So I don't think hot pie is off the table. <laughs> I, I hope not. Or or Gendry for that matter. Yeah. Um. Cool. All right, so we're just going to go uh, quickly around by area mm-hmm. uh, and just see if there's anything else. And if if anything repeats, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, so Sam and Gilly. <sighs> Sam and Gilly. If uh, I yeah can ask, because you can probably clear it up. Yeah. Where again are they going? They are going to Old Town. But that's that's where they were headed. Yes. Um, but Gilly wanted to go to – Okay, no, Gilly so they, said they're going to go to Old Town and Sam said that they're – he was so taking So they are making a quick stop at Horn Hill, which is where House Tarly lives. Uh, Horn Hill is uh, part of the Reach. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the Tarleys are bannermen to uh, the – Tyrells. Tyrells, yes. Uh, and <clears> – <throat> I believe the reach is not that far from Old Town. So it is conceivable that he could drop them off at the reach and then go to Old Town. Okay. But who knows? You know, that feels like, that feels like a lot, doesn't it? It does. 
Um, Sam wanted to drop her off there to stay, right? Because the Citadel had no, will not allow her. Yes. And she was like, nah. She's like, no, 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 nah. no, 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 no. Where you go, I go. Yeah. Sam. Uh, oh, we didn't bring this up last time, but baby Sam is aging. He is. <laughs> He's finally aging. He is. He was he was uh, like a preemie for the longest time. Oh, my God. Just a little baby, but now he's got hair. Yeah. He's probably going to start talking and stuff like yeah. that. Uh, Sam's going to teach him to read, and then it'll be both him and Gilly. Yeah. Uh, just saying words. They got the best words. Um, <laughs> all right. So we're going there. We're going to probably see – well, not probably. We're going to see some more uh, Tarleys. We're yep. going to see – we may see – I don't know if we're going to see Randall Tarley because if he's so close with the Tyrells, then he's probably in Highgarden, I would think. Um, no, I mean it, it's – he's he's a bannerman for the Tyrells, but like it's, he, he's still it's like you know, Lord Karstark doesn't sure, live at Winterfell. Right. Yeah. Um, That's a good point. Yeah. So I, I think it's a fair chance that we will see Randall Tarley in some capacity this season, mm-hmm. whether it is – whether it is Sam going back to his home or if it's uh, Lord Tarly going to Mace Tyrell because he's the commander of Mace Tyrell's army, essentially. Yeah. Sam and Gilly to me, and let me know if this is an apt simile. Okay. Sam and Gilly to me are like the pizza bagels of Game of Thrones. And hold on. Why is it in generic terms? What? Bagel bites. Bagel bites. That's what, yo. I'll, can we talk about that for a second? Sure. Who's actually eating like a pizza bagel that's not a bagel bite? Is uh, I don't know. Do the shop at Aldi? <laughs> uh, uh, no offense to Aldi. Uh, so they're, they're but they sell some off-brand things. They sell so so there are off-brand pizza bagels. Sure. Okay. Yeah. There's off-brand everything. I feel like I'm such a bougie so-and-so. Right now. Yeah. So okay. Sam and <laughs> Sam and Gilly are the bagel bites of this of the show, and here's what I mean by that, which is. It's like it's kind of happy. It's kind of fulfilling. It's also kind of sad every time. Like there's just like you're just like, like I'm doing something I want, but I'm also like they're not Jon Snow. Yeah, you know they're not they're not Arya. They're not these people. They're not a DiGiorno. Yeah, (laughs) they're they're not a Red Baron. (laughs) Yeah, Um, (laughs) yeah, or they are pizza bagels. They're not bagel bites. Ooh, that yeah, maybe that yeah, maybe that's the thing. Um, the, the the thing that I always think about with this with this thing is like it's nice, like it's a nice story, and it's and Sam and Gilly are so kind of important to uh, to the overall tone of Game of Thrones, and just that like you have to have like love stories. Yeah, you have to have like friendship stories because otherwise, all the horrible shit is just horrible shit, and it doesn't like it stops feeling like something. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, just like I don't want to watch Davos learn how to read, like, like they better find a way to make Sam figuring out how to make Valerian steel, which is obviously what he's going to do. If Davos didn't learn how to read, mm-hmm. he wouldn't have been able to read that raven that said that the North, uh, that the wall needed help. Yeah. Melisandre would not have convinced uh, Stannis, that the real war was to the north. Yeah. So reading is fundamental. <laughs> Look, I know okay. reading is fundamental, and that's a cap. That's an underline on fun. No questions <laughs> asked. But um, I don't need to watch people learn how to read on a television show. If and Davos, you've seen multiple. Yeah, I've seen. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, I don't think I have anything else on on Sam and Gilly. No, I think we just talked yeah. more about them than we did last time. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, all right, let's move over to uh, Danny. Uh, mm-hmm. Danny has found herself in the uh, the hall of uh, calls. Yeah. Yeah. I can't even remember the name of this place. Uh, well, they're in Vi-Dothrak. Vi- Vi- Dothrak, yeah. Um, this was a, I mean, this is, this is again, just a setup. I think this is more, this is more setup stuff. Yeah. Um, like it's cool seeing Daenerys have like poise under pressure. Mm -hmm. Um, poise counts. Yeah. Like she's just regal, but also nothing happened, (laughs) you know, like she just, um, they're setting us up for the next thing. And this feels like a, this again, like this feels like. Daenerys's story got to places before everybody else's stories were ready to get places. Yeah. And now they're having her tread water while everybody yeah. plays catch up. She's just flying around the base. Yeah. Waiting for the signal to land. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, we know that Drogon's out there. Drogon's going to do something. I mean, these dragons are going to play a huge part in this season. Yeah, they're all out now. Yeah, they're all they're all out. Yeah. Uh, I guess uh, Rhaegal and uh, Viserion mm-hmm. uh, took the back door. <laughs> they took the back door. <laughs> yeah, they were just like, we know the way out. Yeah. Also, uh, the uh, they clearly uh, used all their CGI budget, like the last yeah. two episodes, and yeah. this was a this was a let's chill episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh just let the, let let it build back up. Yeah. <laughs> uh let some more DVD sales roll in. Sure. <laughs> um and some Game of Thrones exhibit cash. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. So and we also know that what's the space? Uh Jorah and Dario. Dario are are out there. Yeah. Um so what what do you think is going to happen first? That Drogon is going to uh kind of this you can, who finds them first, Drogon yeah. or? I mean, it's bullshit if there's not some kind of sword fight between Dario and or with Dario and um, Jorah on one side and some Dothraki on the other side. Like, there's got to be a fight. That new Cal. Yeah, there's got to be a fight. Cal. Moro. Moro. Oh, they're calling him called Bro. Something something called Bro. Uh, but there was the, the Brothrakis. Yeah, the Brothrakis. Uh, but I think they were calling him called Brogo. Because <laughs> 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 um, yeah. I don't know if they act. Call Moro was somebody else, I think. Um, I, I think they owe us that. Like, I don't think you can have a... Uh, unless you're going to have... Um, Oh, his name is Kalmora. Um, unless you're going to have Dario and I, why do I keep forgetting his name? Jorah. Unless you're going to just have them die of like sepsis or something like that. Um, <laughs> so Jorah gets grayscale yeah. <laughs> and dies of sepsis. Yeah. Unless you're going to have them like die of like E. coli. There's no. Why would you put them out on this adventure if they're not even going to do a little swashbuckling? Yeah. Uh, so I think we're owed that. George's going to introduce Grayscale into the Dothraki. Yeah. And then we've like just, Columbus. yeah. And then we've just got like Deus Ex Drachina at all times <laughs> <laughs> with, <laughs> with Drogon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, somebody said it in our last episode where she will, 
earn their power back. Uh, so it, it could be possible, but it would also be a waste for them to arrive and she's already being kind of cared for and already leading. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. I'm done with that. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. Moving on to Aria in mm-hmm. Bravos, yep. who has uh, gotten her sight back. Yeah. What's the big deal? Uh, well, first of all, yeah. What is the big deal in the sense that uh, they they spent ten episodes in season six leading up to that, and they spent three episodes with maybe eight minutes in each episode resolving it. Yeah. So all that filler and fluff and whatever, and I mean, it's not filler and fluff, but all that stuff they did in season five with Arya, they she should have just been blind that whole season if they really wanted us to care. Yeah. Um, it, you know, I, I mean, I, I can't complain cause they're, they're again, they're on the right track now. Oh yeah. Yeah. But, um, like somebody being blind for three episodes is like, you know, is like somebody having a cold for three episodes. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Um, did we ever believe that Dar, that Arya wasn't going to be unblinded? Yeah. Of course not. And it, like, maybe we would have if she had been blind for a long, long time. Right. Yeah, the, or maybe the we, payoff between yeah. that dr- for that drink from the the, the poison pit yeah. would have been a little better. Yeah. Um, same deal with with John coming coming back. Uh, some of these payoffs were not surprising. Yeah, but I mean, at least John's payoff was just like we need to get to the next. Like yeah. nobody, everybody's like we need to get to the next season because we want to know. We just we need need answers for John. Yeah. Nobody's like we need to get to this next season because. What if Arya can't see anymore? <laughs> is, is, is it Paul Lind? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uncle Arthur. Uh, okay. So what does she do? What, what is – I don't – is her training done or does no she have way. more – No way because she's still – She's got to learn more tricks. Yeah. She doesn't know any tricks. Um, she's only stolen a face once. Yeah. I think she's got to. She got caught. Yeah, she got caught. I think she's got to get better at stealing faces. Yeah. Um. And I think they're. I think they're going to make her kill somebody that she cares about. Yeah. Um. The I think I brought it up in a podcast previously, mm-hmm. um, where we know that the the King's Landing is in debt yes. to the Iron to the Iron Bank. They were already. Yes. Um. And. I don't know where Davos sits on this because he uh, kind of argued for a lot of money for 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 Stannis, for Stannis and yeah. who ended up losing. Uh, so the Iron Bank of Bravos lost out in that investment. Yeah, uh, I don't know if who's on the hook for that, yeah. but maybe they're just going to tack it on to King's Landing since they're still running the show, um, the Lannisters. Uh, so uh, it could be the case. That she is sent to Westeros probably toward the end of the season. She's probably going to have something else smaller that she has to do, but mm-hmm. uh, she. So you think she's going to be an assassin on behalf of the Iron Bank of Bravos now? It's possible. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> it's just funny because uh, like the uh, the faceless men are like this religious sect, yeah, and so like for them to be just like carrying out like bank assassinations. Feels a little small, but it's to- <laughs> but but actually it does feel possible. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna talk myself out of that. Good, I appreciate that. <laughs> no problem. Uh, I do think it's possible. Um, uh, we know that 
who who is still on her list? Cersei Lannister. Cersei. Uh, Gregor. Gregor Clegane. And she had said one other one. I can't remember. God, I can never remember uh, uh, who the other other person was. Um, anywho, so there's still people on the list. There's still the prophecy that uh, Cersei will lose her mm-hmm. three children. Yep. Although somebody did message us and say that earlier in season two. Uh, Cersei was talking about one of her children that she already, already had buried. Do you remember this? Uh, is it Walter Frey is the last person? Uh, oh, Walter Frey was the last on the list, yes. Yeah. That she, Uh, that she had, that she had named. Wait, so. Cersei was talking about, Mm -hmm. uh, I think it might have been when, uh, she was talking to Sansa. I think it was season two or early season three, mm-hmm. talking about uh, a child that she had already buried. Really? This was a message that came in. I didn't have time to uh, fact check it, so we'll have to add it to DuckTales. So uh, so Cersei has already buried a child, is, was the intimation? Yes, which I don't remember. So I don't know what the... I, I don't remember that. I don't have any... Uh, it doesn't it doesn't register with me. Okay. The only thing that might register with me is that I believe Cersei was very active in killing Robert Baratheon's bastards. Yes. That's for sure. Yeah. Um but that's that's the only thing that I can think about. Okay. Or think of, rather. Uh then let's move on to uh Cersei. Speaking of Sure. Uh, so she's at the, she talks herself to sit down at the small council, mm-hmm. uh, and, uh, causes everybody else to get up. Yeah. Uh, there's also the moment where she, uh, ha- is dealing with Kyburn, mm-hmm. who is making nice with all the, all the, the little birds, yeah, little, 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 little kids. Oh my God. That moment when they ate those plums, I was like, God, <laughs> is he going to kill these people? Right. And then it's like, it turned out yeah. to be fine, but still yeah. creepy nonetheless. Yep. Um, may I ask? And I'm, I'm not asking permission, but I'm going to bring this up. Is there a is there a possibility? Is there a, a resolution to this that doesn't result in Kevin Lannister getting killed? Kevin and Elena. Elena. Like I just see this as a bloodbath. Don't you? Yeah, I do. Uh, especially Elena. I think mm-hmm. Elena is in Elena's in danger. She's yeah. in danger, girl. Um, Ghost, nineteen ninety something. Sure. Um, you know yeah. they gave that movie out free at McDonald's for a while. Ghost? Yeah, I got it. I got it on VHS. Um, like, or I shouldn't say I got it. My my parents got it for free on VHS. They used to do that a lot. We got Jurassic Park for free from a Pizza Hut. <laughs> Jurassic Park is maybe closer to something I think would happen, but yeah. Ghost is such a weird. Isn't it weird? And it's like, a great movie. Yeah. I enjoy it. I was probably like, uh, I saw it when I was, must have been five years old. Cause of that. It's too young. It's too young. There's some, some sexiness in that movie, David. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, no, I, th- I do think that Elena's in big trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, now maybe she gets some help from, maybe that's why she, maybe that's why she calls up Tarly. Maybe that's why she calls up Randall. Randall. Well, no, no. Who's going to recall up Randall Tarly? Elena. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe that's why she called. Maybe she and the others fear for their own safety. Maybe somebody bites it, uh, and they fear for their own safety, so they demand um, 
protection, I guess. Uh, so Randall and some, some buds come up and, yeah. And you know uh, what we did? goes down. You know, actually, I'm not sure the tar, you know, cause we see that in the trailer. We saw that picture of Jamie and Mace at the, at the base of the, uh, this, the God's kingdom or whatever that's called. The keep. Uh, what's that called? Sept. The Sept. Of yeah. Baylor. Yeah. The Sept of Baylor. So maybe Elena does live through. Or maybe not. I, I can't, I can't get a bead on it. I, I can't get a it's bead tough. on it. It's tough. I mean, my, yeah. Lock mm-hmm. uh, was that they will arrive and help clean out the sparrows. Um, so uh, it, I'm kind of going against that, even saying what I'm saying here that yeah. that he goes up uh, for the reason of just protection. Yeah. Um, but yeah, now that you mention it, there is that that one quick glimpse that they show of of Mason a a plume, a, a big, big, big plume, hat. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, helmet, and uh, yeah. I'm God. I'm looking so forward to the rest of the season. It, it, there's, I mean, there's so much to be done. Yeah. But and they're and they're moving where you're like, oh, we're gonna see things. Yeah, that's the thing. Was like season five, you didn't feel like you were gonna see anything. You lived for moments in season five. Yeah. This, I feel like we're we're living for the full episode. Yeah. Again, every week, the only thing I think about is just cryogenically freezing myself until the next <laughs> week. Let me know how that goes, because uh, I'd like to do it after the show ends. Yeah. Uh, indefinitely. Um, all right. So she also said that she was uh, going to use the mountain once again in a trial by combat. Yeah. Uh, this time, she's <laughs> we. He, for all we know, he can get both arms cut off and st- Still fight. Still win. And that would, uh, and then, then Hunter's would, prediction yeah. of the eat mountain will eat somebody is looking more and more likely. <laughs> oh God, that would be so good if he just gets both arms cut off, uh, and then just chomps a guy's head. Yep. That would be fantastic. Um, and then there's the whole idea of the, what they're calling the Clegane Bowl. Yep. Uh, with the hound potentially coming back and then fighting. And I don't know. We'll talk more about it as the possibility solidifies. Mm-hmm. Here's why I here's why I find that um, where I'm not ready to talk about that yet. Right? Is the hounds? I mean, uh, the mountains got to win a couple fights before, like right? Like, yeah, Cersei's got to be completely exonerated before this happens, right? Or I mean, maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe like, maybe she. Maybe she's like, maybe that's the point of no return for Cersei. Maybe she gets a couple wins under her belt, thinks, okay, cool, I'm going to win. You know, I have, there, this is a no brainer. I'm going to win this trial by combat. And then the hound shows up. So after all her hard work, it turns out that she's still found guilty of certain crimes. Yeah. 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 Rough stuff. <laughs> all right. Moving on to Winterfell. Yep. Where, uh, Rick and Anosha. Finally appear. Rick, oh shit. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Um, and oh shit, you had one job. Yeah, you had one job. Um, but she, she, what she, how is she to know? Cause they had even said, you know, we'll go to the Umbers. They will protect you. Yeah. Umbers may be up to something more. We talked about in the last episode mm-hmm. where they're kind of, uh, fooling the Boltons, fooling Ramsey. Uh, into a false sense of uh, partnership, yeah, in some way, yeah, uh, where they will then help whoever unites with them, with the Umbers, to take out, take them, take them, take them down. Do your uh, 
do your stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Independence Day, 1990s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was not given out free no. at McDonald's. By the way, I looked it up, and apparently it wasn't given out for free at McDonald's, but it was being sold for like four bucks at McDonald's, like as a promotion. But yeah, the movie Ghost. If you if you are somebody who um who can back me up on this, I mean I've already found proof. But if you if you are, if you are somebody else who got and I was I was four years old when this happened. Um, if you are somebody else who has the owns the movie Ghost on VHS because somebody in your family or you yourself picked it up at McDonald's, <laughs> email the podcast when you got a twenty pack of nuggets. <laughs> yeah, um, McFrosty. Yeah. What were, uh, we were just talking, yeah. You know, the more I think about this, the more it does feel like a like a fake out operation. Um, I just, I mean, it, it, it like I guess I don't know. Like, I, I don't know what the like. You know, again, we're in uncharted territory for both books and show watchers right now. Um, but my, uh, I, I'm I'm torn between kind of two feelings. One is that um, the plan was always for Rickon to die somehow and they're just expediting that plan. Yeah. Or um or that this is fake. Like this is a this is a setup. This is gonna be Ramsey's downfall. Yeah. Uh seeing as we're in season six of seven, so you have to figure things are gonna get darker before they get lighter again. I feel like maybe this is an expedition of Rickon dying. Yeah. Poor Rickon. Poor Rickon. He's gone for like two seasons and reappears taller, yeah. like a little gangly, and soon to be probably dead. Yeah. Aww. He doesn't get a childhood. Oh. All right. Um, moving on then to Bran, uh, who is who is working back in time. Yeah. Um, to the 1950s. Yeah. Bran is us. <laughs> Bran like yeah, Bran watches really an episode and goes, <laughs> yeah. "Oh, I want to watch more." Yeah. And uh, Three Eyed Raven's like, "You can't." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. seven episodes left. Don't sit too close to the screen. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's Dracula. Yeah. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. One, two, three. We have seven episodes left. Yeah. Can't spoil it all. Um, yeah. So Tower Joy, super. Super cool fight. Mm-hmm. Sword of the Morning, uh, Sir Arthur Dane, and uh, other guy. Yeah. Um, who was the other guy? We uh, did we say it was Oswald Ghent or something like that? Cop- Cobblepot? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the penguin? Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Oswald Cobblepot is the, is the uh, penguin. Penguin. So uh, it, was the, it was Sir Arthur Dane and the penguin. And the penguin. Uh, who fought yeah, Howlin' like- Reed. Uh, Ned, Ned Stark, Stark and uh, other guys. A bunch of other people. Yeah, um, yeah so we're saying it's Os- Oswell Went and Arthur Dane. We know it's Arthur Dane as one of the people. The other guy was just a non-named yeah. person. Uh, pretty cool fight. Yep. Um, and this goes against the, the story that's been told for a while where Ned had take, taken him down in uh, you know one-on-one combat or whatever, at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, it takes place after the Trident. Yeah. Trident being one of the more decisive battles of Robert's Rebellion. Yep. Uh, Rhaegar's dead there, but he instructs these two guys, uh, one being the best swordsman in Westeros, yep. uh, to guard the Tower of Joy. Yeah. Uh, and Lyanna is in there. Uh, they don't outright say it, mm-hmm. uh, but we hear screaming. 
Ned asks, young Ned or younger Ned, um, asks, where, where's my sister? And all Dane responds is, uh, I wish you luck in the wars to come. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, he says now, yeah, pulls out his double lightsaber. Yeah. Uh, and then all and hell breaks he loose. Says, no, now it ends. Yeah. Um, you know, it, you know, I, I, I was thinking back to this is, this almost could have gotten into DuckTales, but I don't think it quite counts because, um, I was thinking ooh. back to, <laughs> uh, is, uh, Andrew Stanton, you know, frequently would tell us, oh, don't ever forget that Ned Stark is a badass. He is a badass. <laughs> you know, uh, he beat Arthur Dane in a swords fight. Yeah. He would say, <laughs> he said he stood toe to toe with Jamie Lannister in that one fight and he beat Sir Arthur Dane. He is a secret badass. Well, kind of found out. Yeah. He's a secretly lucky man. Yeah. Yeah. He probably would have died. Yeah. Uh, he most definitely would oh, yeah. have died. Oh yeah. Uh, if, uh, Reed hadn't popped back up yeah. and stabbed Dane in the back. Yep. Uh, it would appear to be through the neck. Yeah, and up through the throat. Upwards. Yeah, a lot of lot of backstabbing going on. Um, yeah, in this in this show in general, but this season uh, in general. Um, so I don't know that we're gonna. I think we're gonna see episode five. If I had to guess, is five is when we would see maybe the conclusion of this theory uh, come out. Do you think we're gonna see this in season in episode four? I think my prediction would be episode five is when we're going to see Rhaegar Targaryen for the first time. We're going to see a flashback of what Rhaegar was like, who he was, maybe a flashback of Rhaegar with Lyanna. Okay. Um, and then we're going to see a flashback somewhere in the seven, eight, nine range. That's going to find out what happened when he ran up those steps. Yeah. That would be my guess. Uh, just based on like when bombshells happen. Does uh, Bran can he not do this on his own just yet? He must not be able to because otherwise. Okay, so that's Bran? probably when we're going to find out more of this stuff. Is when Three Eyed Raven's asleep, he sneaks sneaks He's, downstairs, yeah. turns on the Wargavision. Yeah, uh, he, and, he turns on. Uh, <laughs> oh, I God, give me a pun for Cinemax. Um, <laughs> Deadamax. Deadamax. Yeah. Cinepast. Yeah. Uh, we'll have to edit all of that. Yeah, it's all terrible. Have, that's all terrible. Yeah, it's staying in. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so that's when we'll probably find out. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, the Raven, who is a troll on this, on this whole point. Yeah. Uh, like, I don't know. Why don't we just wait a little while yet? Yeah. Um, uh, adding things like, oh, you can't stay too long at any one time. Whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can. Um, so he seems to want to, why are we, go- why are we even doing this? Like, if he can go back into the past, why Bran's past? Um, you know, I I'm think just this, curious. Not that it's yeah, relevant. No, I, guess. I mean, it's not. It's not. I'm not saying it's irrelevant. I, I think that uh, that this is, you know, I mean, George R. R. Martin has said it multiple times. The story of Robert's Rebellion is the story of Game of Thrones. That's sure. why he has never. There, there have not yet been any talks to film a prequel or do any kind of comic books around it or anything like mm-hmm. that. He says that that is part of the story that he's telling. Yeah. And that history generally repeats yeah. itself in this world. 
Well, what? Not that. It's just that that literally something happened during Robert's Rebellion that is go that is a factor. Sure. In this, and I mean, and so like you know, right now you think about the biggest mysteries of Robert's Rebellion. Probably the biggest mystery is what happened at the Tower of Joy. Yeah. And you also think about the fact that Robert's Rebellion is directly responsible for everything that's happened since then, right? Uh, like Cersei Lannister was, uh, was not supposed to, you know, her, her fate changed because of that. Mm-hmm. Although it, it changed before Robert's Rebellion. Um, the, um, Catelyn Stark was supposed to marry Ned Stark's older brother before Robert's Rebellion. I mean, they're just from top to bottom, all these, all these people's trajectories changed because of that. <clears throat> and the, the, you know, the family that had been the king of Westeros, the, the royal family of Westeros had been deposed. And so the, you know, even Robert, you know, the usurper, his family, like, are are they just temporary kings? You know, mm-hmm. what is what is Westeros' real fate? Yeah. Uh, there was also the moment we didn't talk too much about it on the um, first impressions. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was that he yelled out uh, to Ned and Ned kind of reacted. Yeah. Maybe he reacted. Maybe he didn't react. Um, but it leads into a quick uh, fan theory that I read today. I don't know if you saw this. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody put it out there. That Bran, who gains this ability to even more so interact with the past, uh, goes back in time. Goes back in time. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> sure, yeah, absolutely. Um, and he is Ned Stark. No, um, <laughs> that he goes back in time to warn, uh, or to, maybe he just goes back in time and interacts with Aegon in such a way uh, that. Uh, or I'm sorry, Ares, um, in such a way that, but Ares can't understand what he's saying. Uh, and it starts to drive him, drive him mad. Uh, so that Bran, like, so that Bran is responsible for many of the events that then happen in Game of Thrones. Wow. I mean, what a, I it's mean, props there. to you if you yeah. props to you if that turns out to right? be right. What would that the lock number on that be? Twenty. Just a twenty? Uh, oh, oh, yeah. If we, I mean, if we can break, if we can break that, a uh, uh, fifty, right? Easy. That would be pretty awesome. I mean, that is, um, that's a lot. Yeah. That I mean, to add time travel to what's already going on would be a big ask. Yeah. Uh, but it's already happening. Um, but it's not already, it's not really affecting anybody yet. Right. But it could be building to that point. Um, yeah. bottom line, pretty cool yeah. fan theory. It's out there. I, I, I don't it. understand I don't why that's cool, I don't understand it. why that's a cooler theory than, uh, Bran going back in time and having sex with his aunt Liana. Uh, both could have the same, same impacts, I guess. Yes. Uh, all right. We have to begin to wrap this up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's go over to John who, uh, takes care of business. Um, he, he wakes up super chilly. Uh, he's okay. <laughs> Super chilly. Yeah, he's real yeah. cold. Yeah. Um, he just has a bit of a, bit of a like, little, little, he's a little dehydrated, a little yep, hungover. Yep, yep, yep. Um, gets his, gets his footing. Mm-hmm. First order of business. Kill the motherfuckers yeah, yeah. who did this. Get, get uh, them men. Get, get them get, dare. Get them dare. 
Uh, and he does. Yeah. Uh, and he goes down the line, uh, say hi to my mom for me. It's basically what the one, yeah. say hi to my mom for me. Uh, Thorne gives his stump speech, basically, yeah. uh, that he's been saying for the last couple episodes now, um, about why he did it and how it's, you know, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Ollie just grimaces, um, scowling look, uh, and they're dead. Yeah. And then he says, that's it. I'm done. Uh, hang the coat up, burn it, wear it. I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. I'm out. Uh, my watch is ended. Yeah. So did somebody bring this up that he looks totally unaffected by the cold? Right? He gets rid of his cloak and just walks off. Like some, so some people are saying, ooh, does Jon Snow not feel the cold anymore? Could be something to keep an eye on if temperature no longer affects Jon Snow. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, um, one thing that's just like, that I just keep thinking about in this, um, you know, with, with the Jon Snow stuff is like, how much more wall at least wall politics are we going to see? Probably none, right? It, I mean, the next, like, when we see the wall, it is only going to be a ramp up to the war. Yeah. But we're done with all this. We're done with Night's Watch uh, politics. Yeah, we may not necessarily need a Night's Watch. Maybe we just need an army up there, and that's what forces John to uh, take help take back uh, Winterfell. Yeah. Uh, possibly with the Umbers, we don't know. Yep. Uh, and the uh, the Bear Island folks, uh, the Mormonts, and mm-hmm. whoever else is up there, um, and just fortify that wall. So everybody's mm-hmm. just an army dealing with these these White Walkers at some point. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't. Uh, I don't know, mm-hmm. but I definitely want to see him and Sansa ride into into Winterfell. Yeah. Take care of business. Thing to look out for. Ned Stark after the Tower of Joy takes Arthur Dane's sword and returns it to his Doom. family. Yeah. Jon Snow right now has somebody else's family's sword. Mm-hmm. It's also somebody who maybe fights for the Starks, maybe who pledges their allegiance to Starks. Is the next place that he goes Bear Island? I think there's a possibility that it is. Yeah, I, I think that's a pretty good call, uh, even if it's not to return the sword. Mm-hmm. Um to shore up support for, you know, yeah. I think is, I think makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I mean, look what that sword has done. Yeah. Do you, yeah. Do you give up a piece? Yeah, to one thing. thing? Yeah. Uh, so unless he hears from Sam, who's like, I found the secret. Yeah. I know how to make Valerian steel. Okay. Well, all right. I guess I can go up to Bear Island now and return this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would be neat. Yeah. Uh, I still have Davos becoming the Lord Commander of the Night's Watch, but it's mm-hmm. not really necessary. Another lock. So it looks like maybe Dolores Ed is the next one. Yeah, yeah, but some people may demand a uh, demand a vote. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, so that's the episode, right? Uh, that's everybody. So what do you got for Breakout Star for episode four? <sighs> this is somebody, for anybody that hasn't listened to this version of the podcast, uh, this is somebody we believe – in episode four, whatever the next episode is after this podcast, um, will kind of be the the star, the, the kind yeah. of the uh, standout. Yeah. So, um, I mean, you know, they always say just look for who's not in this last episode, right? Uh, and who's we haven't not seen in- Littlefinger at all yet. Yeah. Um, 
boy, is that a gaping hole right now. Yeah. Littlefinger is going to show up, and when he shows up, it's going to mean something. Was that going to be your pick? Because I have a different pick. All right, so I'll leave that to you to talk more about. Um, for me, um, and I'm actually not going to pick – I'm not going to pick – the um you know if if rob were here he would pick whatever's going on with the kraken people i can't remember their name why can't Greyjoys? i remember any names i can't remember any names today it's all right um yeah he would pick the greyjoys um i'm picking lady sansa stark she was my uh breakout star uh maybe we should name this standout star anywho mm-hmm. uh who i picked last time around mm-hmm. and wasn't even in the episode lost yep. big time uh, so Sansa Stark. I'm okay. Sansa Stark. Sure. Uh, I'm gonna go with, uh, uh, Peter Baelish. Sir? Is he Sir yet? Must be. He's the um, Lord of the Reach. Sure. Um, Peter Baelish. Um, the Reach? Oh, not the Reach. The um, Veil. The Veil, yeah. Um, always had a ducktail. Uh, oh, yeah, we all, uh, if we catch it, it's not a ducktail moment. <laughs> almost. Yeah. Almost a ducktail. Um, alright, so, I'm gonna go with Peter Baelish. I do think he's going to show up, um, and uh, I think he's. I think we're going to see some 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 movement with him and Elena. Yep. Uh, yep. Some you know put some put some Knights of Vale in motion. Yeah. Uh, to to uh, to make their way to King's Landing and make my lock a reality. Yeah. Uh, Peter Baelish is is going to have a wolf moment this season, right? The wolf's on it. <laughs> the only question is: Is he going to be doing wolf shit for? Cersei, or is he going to be doing wolf shit for Elena? Yeah. All right. Well, uh, that will do it for this episode of Stark Raven Mad Game of Thrones podcast. This was our second impressions episode. Uh, we'll be back with episode four uh, coverage on Monday. Uh, and episode four is titled Book of the Stranger. Book of the Stranger. So we'll, I don't know. Maybe I guess we'll see some, some Arya in there. Yep. All right. Cool. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Thanks, David. <laughs>